anyway, so he's uh, he's doing well, but uh, um, that's what they tell startups all the time: don't be greedy with uh, with equity because you are you recording. I forgot. That's a yes. <laughs> Well, David, why don't you start? This is the starting point. Why don't you start us out? Okay, so this would be, gentlemen, podcast number 10, 11? I think we're at 11. 11. 12. 12. You sure? Absolutely. We're well into double digits, just like our listenership. Oh, yeah, we might might have 12 listeners. So today's topic, we have no guest other than ourselves, and uh, we thought we might talk about failed pitches we've all either made in our own businesses or watched. Um, and who's here in the room? Well, it's the usual suspects, uh, Ziad, Mark, and me, Dave. Um, simple and today. And we're broadcasting from, the and what about the, the from, Nutter, from Nutter Tower. Nutter Tower. In, in, in the Nutter Studios, what about overlooking the, the Atlantic Ocean. What about the uh, the invisible six-foot rabbit? What was that? I, that, Remember I didn't that? do those drugs. Really and then the temperature. <laughs> the, temperature. <laughs> the jokes. Yeah. Do you know the uh, six-foot rabbit? No. Is that one of those 60s jokes? No, I think that... Oh, no, that's it. Um, Ow! Was it a uh, Jimmy Stewart movie, which predated all of us, or was it a famous book? Yeah, had an imaginary friend. Yeah. I thought it was a book, actually, a well-known book. Well, it might have been a book, but... And this is where we've just lost six of our new listeners, and we're back to our <laughs> we're back, we're back to our children all, who all, have to listen to this. Right, they get through school. So if you're not names. over 55 and have... Uh, uh, lived well, no, all no, your no. life in New England, but, but it was a name. The movie had a name, like yeah. you know, uh, yeah, it was Spencer or Albert. Yeah, it was or, probably a fifties or something forties okay. movie, which thank God predates all of us. And except he had an maybe Mark, invisible friend. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so failures, failure. So, I'm saying failed pitches. Fa- failure. Failed pitches. So we get we get asked the question all the time. Harvey, what makes Harvey, a Harvey, good Harvey. pitch? Well, if you're pitching to angels, to VCs, to your bosses, to so I'm going to start this off. World. I'm going to I'll start off, and it's sort of more unusual, like because I'm in a very different business, which is this is a, a very service oriented business, and we don't pitch for investment um, as much as pitch for mind share and right. pitch for work. Um, you know, projects of of any nature or gaining new customers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're pitching. Yeah, right. Exactly. Is yeah, it exactly. a pitch or is it a conversation? Well, they're they well, tend it's to be, a sales pitch in a way. What not calling it sales, but yeah, there's there's yeah, right. sales calls. And I recall, oh God, it was. Um, Oh, it must have been 15, 20 years ago. Uh, and I had been in business long enough to know that this was a business. <clears throat> and unlike my, you know, your first five and 10 years in this business, you don't know it's a business. You're just kind of being a lawyer um, and not an entrepreneur of any sort. And, and this was now, so it was a bit out, but it was a long time ago still, <clears throat> as I'm losing voice here. And every firm, every private service provider has to have, I think, a distinguishing feature. And that feature may be price. And I'll argue it's a losing proposition to pitch on price as I continue clearing my voice. <laughs> Excuse me. That's why so, we're supposed to jump in and help out, but we're going no, to let him. Yeah, we, let him, we could know. edit this out, but we will not. <laughs> Any good song has, has periods of silence. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Now, so I pitched on quality. And I got to tell you, so, so I go out there to do this pitch, and I was, again, I was probably uh, maybe I was seven years out. I don't know. I forgot how, seven to ten years out. So it was a good uh, 20 years ago. And... Um, it was by no means my first pitch, but it was a pitch where I was up against uh, three or four other law firms. Um, went out on my own. This, I thought, was not by any means a shoo-in, um, but I had done work for this company before, <clears throat> in, excuse me, in another context. And so they said, well, why would we hire you? And, and I was not prepared for that at all, because I figured... Which is the basic question. Well, no, but the thought in my mind was, because I've done all this work for... Well, that's, you know... Well, well, yeah, but it turned out, because of time, the passage of time, and the economy at this point was moving, and this was was the first period of mergers and acquisitions we had gone through. Right. Um, So this would have been around the time, I want to say around the time of the the infamous SNL crisis. Mm And so I was like, well, of course I've done the work. But then I realized as those words were coming out of my mouth, I've done the work for you folks before. I realized the person in front of me 
was not there when I had done the work before. And this was a totally new team. So, and there, there was no historical knowledge of anything. And then I thought the general counsel, who this person was essentially um, filtering, uh, doing the, sort of the pre-screening for, the general counsel was new. Everything was freaking new. The management of the company was new. And I stupidly thought, I thought, this was the same company as the old company, and it certainly had the same name, and the business was arguably the same, but it was an entirely new team, probably including the engineering side. And so I'm starting to say that, or I say, well, yeah, I've done a ton of work for you folks, and I just saw it got back a blank stare. And it's like, and why else would we hire you? I was like, okay, now I'm stuck. Um, so, so I fell back to something which I think is true, but I, in, in more and more these days doesn't sell, but back then it kind of did, quality. And then I realized, oh, shoot, I haven't recently read it. At this point, I had not recently read, but I had read, um, what was it called? What was that? Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. What was it? Zen and the Art of Motorcycle right. Maintenance. And I remember reading that book, which I think might have been about quality. And at the, even when I read it, not being able to tell you what quality meant. Right. And all I could think when, when they were questioned back, I said, well, you'd hire because of quality. Well, what does quality mean? And I don't think it was like a particularly insightful question as much as why the hell would I care about quality? Right. I sit in this outside office and there's somebody there who's in the inside office and we're probably not going to be here five to ten years from now. So why would we care about quality? And then I remember sort of digging my hole deeper and deeper trying to sell quality. And it turns out it's, you know, you could probably make, you, you could point out a number of things in our field where quality matters, whether it's because it will take um, the, in this case, if we're working with the engineering team, it'll take them less time to spend with us. They'll have to review things less. We'll come up with great ideas. So quality equals cheaper, ultimately, is kind of what you're saying. Well, well, the thing is, is or, how, or greater efficiency. It too. always no. evens out at the end where quality is cheaper, right? Even though it might cost more. But I well, it costs for initially, but, it, but but the end, you've got to have a timetable that is more than five years in my business, and probably in a lot of businesses, for a quality in a car. Yeah, but you build your reputation, and so quality is paramount. This is, It's it. The, when you have quality, it people come back to you, they refer you, you, they know you. You might not close the immediate deal on price, but quality is what builds a career. Price is what closes a one-time project. Well, so I think that I think that's true, but there are certainly industries where quality matters less. Um, and again, in our business, um, well, this street sweepers, you don't care, you know how how uh, right great of a job the guy that's you know. Uh, uh, raking leaves is doing as long as the leaves are gone. Well, I think that's yeah, largely gone, and you know they're going to be back anyway. I think that my experience over the years in our business, and that was my introduction to it in a time period when quality did matter, because the corporate outlooks were longer. They were five and ten years, and quality certainly pays off then. In my business, if a quality job done initially allows you to perhaps get your patent applications, and as a practical matter, that's what they are, or your trademark applications um, through more quickly, or with greater coverage and it gives you a better shot if you're going for what used to be known as IPOs and now are known as anything as ICOs or or <laughs> acquisitions. And but they all happened and you could see them happen in the time frame that anyone cared Bitcoin about. For that the, the problem but so, that's all gone. So here's the, the issue. are so different. It's a timetable issue. Yeah. It's not a quality issue because you're not being recorded by the way, Ziad. If you yeah that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Mark and I will and, fill in the gap with music. Yeah. <laughs> Mark's going to sing. My now. mic is off. Hello. Uh, so, in every pitch, the best, best, I think, uh, 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 advice you can give someone is not to pitch. The best way to sell is not to sell. So if you're basically telling someone what you do and how good you are and why you're doing it and and, the, and then the quality that you do, because people are not going to buy it because you've convinced them, they're going to buy it because they've been referred to your reputation. Well, I agree with that. But sometimes, okay, so I've heard that st statement before. My sense is that sometimes you are in a pitch situation. We can all agree that a referral, I think a referral is your best. Because in the person reaches out, you know, you were recommended by my friends Ziad and Mark. Um, 
to which your response ought to be, they're no friends of mine. <laughs> yeah. oh, but anyways, yeah, you were referred by Ziad and Mark, and could you do X for us? That's going to be great because they've sort of, what is it, pre-selected themselves? Um, and they'll have a sense of who you are. Well, that, that, I think that's even true, you know, if you want to uh, get in front of a, an angel group, a VC group, a referral is always the best way. Because that, yeah. that, that's, a, that's a form of pre-qualifying. But, but sometimes you're simply pitching. Sometimes, like in that case, I was asked to come out, and I didn't, I didn't know at the time I was pitching, but I sort of suspected that it might happen. And I found myself in the middle of a pitch. It was very simple. I was, there was a screener, a gatekeeper in front of me. And the gatekeeper might as well have had a bunch of check boxes and some underlined blanks, which is, you know, here's the questions to ask, what were the answers, and then they would then make their way up to the GC, so, general counsel. Well, so it depends if you're a, a service provider or uh, you're selling a product. If you're a service, people that have a very tough screening process might not be the best clients at the end of the day. Well, it didn't work out for me because of that. Yeah, because I, mean, I all of us. I couldn't, if the answer was she wanted me to compete on price, I couldn't compete on price, and I didn't so want to compete on price. Here's my thought. As a person who's pitched, raised money, uh, I, I spent a lot of time selling things and doing BD and marketing, blah, blah, blah. Been in front of VCs, <laughs> angels. The failure of your failed pitch, in my opinion... Yeah, it did it, fail, by the way. I did not get okay. even a callback. So I that. would diagnose the failure as you didn't qualify. So the failure was... You, you mean qualify the buyer? Didn't qualify the audience. I didn't... I know you, I did, did. You, you didn't walk in and say, who is this guy? Is this a screening thing? Yeah. Is he just after an information dump? Uh, is he... You know, is this a beauty contest? Is it a waste of time? But you, you had no idea what the audience what their expectations were, and then it didn't give you the capability to calibrate uh, properly. So if you were just doing an info dump, like, so you were trying to align with the guy, hey, we did work for you before, it went right over his head because he didn't Right, because really they didn't account. care, yeah. Right. They didn't care. And, and it wasn't a checkoff box because this was a new team anyway. That's right. So I, I think your failure, I think the pitch failed. And again, I obviously didn't hear it. And oh, yeah. We're only hearing it. Was it was great. It was I can imagine how it failed. It was It was a crash. It sounded like this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it was probably a great <laughs> That's pitch, a problem. But, but it was probably not to the right audience. No, no, no. So, so, uh, so, the, the, so this actually gets into the topic of... Um, this is my favorite topic. I tell people I love this, that we get to come back, and Ziad always comes back with this point about, well, the, the problem here was a failure to raise money. <laughs> yeah, no, that was not the problem, but it's called lessons learned as opposed to failure. We don't care so, about the lessons. So I'll argue, Mark, on the, on, the, on the passing of judgment of, I'll say, number one, the pitch ultimately failed because I didn't get a call back. I didn't do right. the work for them, and hopefully they're still around. I have no idea. Or hopefully they're not. I don't know. Um, it doesn't matter. Um, <clears throat> I probably wouldn't have changed changed much, or I'm not sure what I could have changed reasonably. I suppose in retrospect, just like Ziad looking back and saying, the failure was a failure to raise money. You can say, well, failure was a failure to qualify the audience. But by the way, uh, it's uh, not uh, unreasonable uh, to say, hey, we're so-and-so, you've done, we're so-and-so, we have the same phone number we had before, I'm sitting in this office, and you're going to be talking to the GC, come on out. To me, it's like, well, it seems But by the way, I need to clarify this. This is really important, because there's a huge difference between decision making, that's when I go back and say, uh, uh, or a failed pitch, which is, and I never retroactively review a pitch because you never know what happened. People were in a different mood. There's no analysis of a pitch. You have to keep pitching. I'm going to hold you to that next time you attack one of our guests over their failed business. (laughs) If it's a a decision, they have to go right or left. They picked left. And then retrospectively, they look, and if I had gone right... And, and I'm actually So just to be a pain, way. why don't you apply that same logic? And this is going to drive people listening to this podcast nuts because they're jumping all around. But we're entitled to do that because we have the recorder right here and the microphones. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't apply that same logic when, you, when a business comes to us. Remember the, uh, the basement tinkerer? Yes. Um, Jack Daniels. John Daniels. John Daniels. Um, drinking Jack Daniels. Yes. John Daniels drinking Jack Daniels. Great yep. guy, by the way. Yeah, he was excellent. Really great. He had a great program, too. Um, good podcast. It was Who like did number that? nine. Yeah. We did a lot. We got, I received a lot of compliments. Did you? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, did, anyway. Did everybody that complimented you? And a lot, by the way. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot is. When you're more Three. than one, is considered a lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah. 
So you, when, when John Daniels finished, and, and he said, you know, and ultimately it failed, I forget the, the reason of failure, you had your, your classic Ziad line, which is, well, you see, I just proved my point, which companies fail because I run out of money. And yet here you are on a pitch, which is, and a pitch is, oh, this is great, I can bring together another podcast. Who's our friend, Randy Wright from MIT, which was podcast yeah. number six or something. Something like that. Randy Wright's point was that <clears throat> the introduction of a product is essentially a conversation with the marketplace. And yes, bringing these threads together, right. I will argue that John Daniels failure of his company was a failed conversation with the marketplace, which is no different than a failed pitch to the marketplace, and yet you're willing to attack him for... And yet wrong. Be, <laughs> wrong. Where's you're the a puppet. Yeah. No, it, it is Turn his recorder at the off. time of that, that conversation, and yes. now we had a rule never to refer back to prior podcasts. Well, we broke it. But well, the only rule was no paying no shoes rule. on the so, table. We, for Khrushchev. The, the thing was, <laughs> if you run out of money, you run out of conversation time. That's number one. <laughs> number two, he had two or three investors, yeah. and he picked the wrong one. Well, yes, but that was your, you yourself just said left turn or right turn a minute ago. We don't second guess those decisions. Yeah, no, but we review I will bring them. out the transcript. Mark has been doing no, it. We don't do the, we don't review pitches because you pitch to a room, it falls flat, and you don't know. I've heard... People say, I pitch to this group and they don't like to invest in orphan drugs yeah. that are on phase one and they've been burned before. Right. And with another group- With diseases that haven't been seen since the Yeah, and another group right. just had a huge exit in an orphan disease drug and they're willing to listen to as many of these as you can. So it has, it's irrelevant. Yeah. Your pitching skills are relevant because you need to pitch, pitch, pitch. Yeah, agreed. And, and, and be comfortable and be, keep, people ask me all the time, can you tell me what should I do for the, what are the skills? I say, there's nothing, you, you have to do it a hundred times. That's right. So you exude confidence because you and I have seen companies and have oh. invested in companies where the pitch wasn't wasn't even a real pitch because the person had done it six times and this is number seven and where can I send the check? Right. So it's oh. it's it's a showmanship slash uh, 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 confidence slash knowing you're in your your environment and, and to fill in that point what you're saying what you were saying is we have seen pitches done by people who don't have to pitch because they've had seven successful exits and when they walk in the room they don't even have to open their mouth and you're saying no. where's the check go and you're saying thank you but, for letting me invest yeah. but, <laughs> right. and, I, and i know what but we're all referring that was not to, mark, that was not mark's other company no no it's not one of mine but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know it's a japanese sort of uh, mustard like root sort of thing <laughs> spicy but but even there when uh, and i was not in that room but i do know him and i do know the company i'm assuming he still said this is what we're doing this is a problem we're solving oh it was a great pitch delivered with more than confidence yes and 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 confidence is the most important skill in a pitch and because why was he confident? Without, let me interrupt. So he was confident because he's done it seven times. He didn't even need the damn money. Even while the pitch well, was that's, going, that's a different while the pitch was right. occurring, he was getting even further and further but, over his yeah, okay, race. You know why? You know why? Also, it came across because he he uses he uses the big secret to pitches, which is storytelling. That's right. Oh, yeah. He was telling us a story, and there's a phrase that I coined. I uh -oh. stole half of it from somewhere and the other yeah, half from yeah. another, and I put it together. We can do a trademark on the, that if you'd the like. The shortest yeah. distance between an investor and an entrepreneur is a checkbook. Is a story. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so well, that's I, good I for you. Uh, but uh, so trademarked. It, but that goes back to you know a, a pitch would fail. Holding aside this one gentleman who we would all admit, you know, he's very experienced. He's in his late sixties. He's done this a hundred times. I don't think he's turned 70 yet, um, which is much older than me, much older than me. Much older. <laughs> much older. Yeah. Much older yeah. many much is decades. Much, a, a much few is months. Like, you, you were saying a lot was two. <laughs> two. Much <laughs> is like four much months. Much is like a lot. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That was, yeah. that was a gift. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm still back to, you've got to qualify your audience and then calibrate you know, based on your knowledge, like, but you don't always have that time. You came out of an, uh, you came out of a corporate environment at times. I know you have times you haven't, but you can sometimes do that. Other times, when you're a service provider, 
um, you sometimes get a call to come make this, come on out and talk to us. We see you. We see uh, that we've uh, that you we've written you a lot of checks in the past. Come on out and talk to us right. about what we can do in our next round. But if you love what you do, yeah, and you're good that, at what you do, through, that's confidence. That's it. That's yeah. it. I mean, in some pitch. So this goes to my other theme, which is that. In the end, things just fail. Shit happens, which is the natural order of life. We will for always disagree on this. Yes, yes. it does. <laughs> But there are moments in time where decisions are made. Yeah. Where you could go right or left, and you went left, and. But right would have been a better only choice. Only looking back retrospectively, left might have been the only thing you could do. The board members all said I had to go left, and he might have failed to tell. Yes, but the guy who went, that going into the, the lady oh, or the man on. who went right, yeah, is still around and is successful. Right. The one that went left failed. I it doesn't mean they're a failure as a human being. Their project failed, and now they're off to. We should make a rule never to second guess these entrepreneurs who have failed. No, but uh, they, they, I think no. if they don't look back and I'm say, this is why what went failed. wrong, what happened, uh, uh, um, why didn't... This is why that, that John Daniels guy, one of, his, one of his prior things, the investors were somewhere in, in the Caribbean, they yeah, weren't active, we, you know, we couldn't leverage And by them. the way, for the record, he agreed with me. Well, yeah, but that's just because he um, he He's wanted nice. to leave the room. <laughs> he couldn't get out yeah, of you were the well, door. The, the, so <laughs> the pitching... The, By the I way, think, people hate when we speak at the same time. Yes. All three of them. Yep. Uh, we, we do, do we care? No. no. <laughs> yes, we care. So, <laughs> we care, sorry. Um, so the issue, the issue is when you, and I think there is a um, fundraising, because that's my world. When people come to us to pitch, sometimes they forget that they look at pitching as its own entity where I'm pitching. No, you're not pitching. You're just telling me what you're doing. Well, your pitch coach will tell you it's the only thing because they want you to pay for the next pitch. Exactly. But it's like, just tell me what you're doing, why you're doing it, who are you? And then it I mean, becomes you interesting. Win? And as opposed to, I am now pitching. I hate yeah. pitching, but I'm doing it. It's yeah, an activity. And But and why would you create an unfair advantage with this new? With yeah, it, I mean it's like it's, the best businesses we've seen are the ones that because the structure of a pitch is the same. The market, the competition, everybody can do that. Right. I have a great question. Yes. Well, actually, it really isn't, but I'll say it anyway. What is the difference between failure of a pitch and failure of a business? Much different. Much different. Why? Uh -huh. I'm going back to Randall Wright. I got to tell you, that guy had some genius points. Because I'll tell you, yeah. one of the things a pitch requires uh, showmanship, and a well, business. Well, doesn't a business require showmanship? No, because no. you could. You're that's, in an that's, office. That's, you're that's making that's decisions. Execution. Well, I'm trying to think of an analogy. I, I don't know if that's a good one, but I, you know, again, our topic is the failure well, of pitches. I want to offer another oh, another right. case of a failure oh. failed pitch. Oh, really? I was not the primary pitcher, but. So again, my contention is that you've got to qualify your audience and then calibrate accordingly. Whether well, it's yeah. whether it's a if you a, can, a if you can. But I think the failure to do that is doesn't help. Doesn't help, and, and it, it's something that you can look back and go, "Oh, I didn't even know who was in the room or what they cared about." But I also would <laughs> I would also yeah, say that true, and I, and this is the failure I want to bring up. Yeah. You can go way too far. Oh, over oh. You, oh, go over over qualify over absolutely over personalize. And I'll give you the, the I'll give you the situation. I was the VP of Biz Dev of a company, and the CEO was a great believer in overdoing uh, this. So we were pitching an insurance company. This was a distracted driving and fleet management oh. product. Oh, I the met one. those guys. Yes. Yeah, so the yeah. CEO. Yeah. Um, Just went overboard. You didn't miss out on anything yet. No, no. <laughs> but, uh, but the CEO went overboard. So we were going to an insurance company. He decided to go look through their annual report and looked at, and the oh, guy yeah. we, were, we were dealing with was senior enough that he was listed in the annual report. And he tried to make a pitch for both investment and, and uh, incorporating the product into an offering by saying, basically, I know you made this much last year, and if you do this, and it drives your stock price, you will make this much. Oh my God. And it Ooh, offended That's the getting guy. personal. Yeah. And then he did the second thing, which was, let's get the junior people out of the room. Let's just, you and I, uh, yeah. two alpha males, let's all, let's just the two of us meet together. And what was worse is this guy was not an alpha male. Well, the other guy at the at the other end was you know, clearly a high level executive, yeah. 
And they did this other thing, which was they were they were playing this game where they met the CEO of this insurance company at a charitable event. So the investors actually manipulated a, a you know a charity to give them a seat at a table with the chairman of this particular oh company, God. which I won't yeah, name. Yeah. And then they started to name drop. Well, I met your chairman the other day. Yeah, that's when you do all. Too much due diligence. I did that once when right. I, I did research on the person I was going to meet with and say, oh, so you like fishing? Because he, on his LinkedIn profile, it says activities fishing. He's like, not really. And it's like, <laughs> it's like well, how do you know? It's like, it's, you say fishing on your LinkedIn. It's like, yeah, well, I fished twice. And, uh, yeah. and so- Somebody told so me I had to be careful. Careful. That, That's also the danger of LinkedIn, <laughs> yeah. which yeah. is why I'm kind of, you know, I don't put a lot of stuff, a lot of, I certainly don't have anything all that personal in my LinkedIn. Well, we, we've got a meeting later today, um, Ziad and I, and um, you could be welcome as far as I'm concerned. I could be welcome. <laughs> but you're probably not. Um, no, kidding, <laughs> You have to kidding. qualify it. No, yeah, 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 you yeah, are welcome, yeah. Yeah, so- um, Three o'clock one? Yeah. There, what I like. No, I, the four. I think, yes, that's the one where I liked four. in terms of we invited them back. Essentially, maybe perhaps is to do a pitch, is to, 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 to go to round three of a pitch. Okay, so this is we can't talk pitch. about it. No, is we're the not going to yeah. The table we're, review with the. No, we box. call it pre screening. So okay. it's when we sit with someone and help them on their pitch, yeah. but also the pitch is nothing but a blueprint of the business. And sometimes right. if the business is not uh, uh, built right or has holes, the pitch cannot be right. Which may not be true of this one, we don't know. But my point was, yeah. what, I, what I liked about your comment, and I relatively generally don't like your comments. I'm kidding, Mark. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Check, please. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, no. But what I liked about your comment was that without sort of over-qualifying things. It was a simple email back. I sent an email out two days ago to this person for tonight's four o'clock meeting. And I said, um, like to get you to come back, you know, say Friday at four, if that's okay, um, with your team. And a quick email back, sounds good, glad to be there. Uh, what can we expect to be talking about? What should I bring? And I thought, well, that's that actually yeah, that's to me smart. was not invasive. It didn't ask too right. much. And if it turns out, um, he shows up and we say, well, where, where, where are your financial statements? Well, I, I, it turns out to have them, but they're not readily available. I thought we were talking about X, Y, or Z because it wouldn't have Well, let me let me destroy your comment. Yeah, yeah. If you go to a fancy <laughs> restaurant, so you yeah. go to a restaurant, and usually the general manager or someone comes and yeah. to the table and says, is everything okay? Are you enjoying your meal? And then you're chewing on something and you have to look up and wave uh, thumbs up yeah. or sure, it's all good. So <laughs> do you like that or you don't? Because in a very high-end restaurant, oh, I can won't. assure you, yeah, no one comes it. and asks you for what to expect because it's expected. It's expected. That it's expected. So I, I say that comment was unnecessary. He better come prepared with everything, bring Everything. Don't show everything, but, but have, have it in the briefcase. That's, have it that, in the briefcase. That's what I was going to say. So oh. any good entrepreneur raising money always knows that they have a memory everything. card, a, a thumb drive, a piece of paper, their iPad. Their well, because if you oh, maybe so, maybe so. It's hard for me to argue with that. I know that for the meetings I show up but, at, but if I, I do ask what we're talking about, and somebody says, "While you're here, can we consult with you about this latest change in regulations?" Uh, yeah, let me. I can tell you something about that. But I, you know, today it's we were focusing to, on. It's always. I, I think it's also. First of all, it's good to be prepared. As the entrepreneur, it's good to be prepared. What is that Boy Scout line? Uh, always be prepared. Yeah, something. Like but that. I also think it's respectful. In French, it's toujours prêt. Just in case anybody cares. <laughs> He's trying to get more points. On no, the because I was then. a Boy Scout in French. <laughs> no, but so you're That's point, a showstopper. You, you, Check, please. Yeah, exactly. So, so hold on. So this is going to be a I think this whole, Sorry, this whole podcast, the, the premise of this podcast should have been maybe clearer. There's a big difference to pitch for your services or to pitch to prove that you're an entrepreneur. I say that they're the same. If, I, if I'm going to pitch for services no. or if I'm going to pitch to go raise my, my Series A, you know, I have to know who the audience is, what's important to them. Yeah, but you don't but need too to. Much. Don't. An entrepreneur should have everything. Well, I'm going to take advantage of this situation and say, now that you guys have agreed sort of to that, oh. I'll say it's no different than the conversation the company itself has with the marketplace. 
So every company should go out. So now, okay. Mark's starting to, I see your eyes roll. No, but right? you like this concept of the conversation I, I, with the marketplace. Start, oh, I love it. It's very erudite, I by the way. I love it. It's a so conversation with the marketplace. I do remember. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. By it's the way, yeah, like, like <laughs> I have had once a conversation with marketplace and the marketplace said no. <laughs> <laughs> That's his point, though. Yeah. I got to say, though, to be fair about Randall Wright, he was probably, this was probably a line from somebody else. Um, oh, it could have been his line. But anyway, in any event, his point was a conversation with the marketplace for the startup. I don't know whether Apple is still, actually, I guess Apple is still having a conversation with the marketplace over the Apple TV and everything else. Well, in I other words, I, they're waiting for feedback from the marketplace. They've and, already made their statement. And I would say, you know, you know we talk, we're talking about failed pitches, but Apple <laughs> is a great example of a company that is anomalous from a pitching standpoint. You know, Steve Jobs standing in front of... Anomalous, a, too many letters. What do you mean? Uh, they are outside of the box in so many ways. So yeah, you can't use them as an you example. You can't use yeah. them. So Steve why, Jobs, why? who was yes confident and yes knowledgeable, he could go stand in front of a screen that had four words and spend 20 minutes talking, and he was just such a great presenter. His pitches could, again, you, you just can't compare anyone else to the way they did. Well, those. but I'll argue that's okay. So going back to my point, or which I should say is Randall Wright's point. By the way, he's probably going to sue us after all this because this no, probably wasn't a, his point. You've given him attribution. Oh, you're, yeah, you're, you're, I mean, so, <laughs> or defaming him. Um, so anyway, he would argue that when he argue, <laughs> he I think argue, by the way, his podcast is one of the best. Yes, yeah, even the early one we did with him is not that bad, except yeah, for yeah, a bunch yeah. of yeah. Okay, so going back. Isn't his point that, again, it's a, a product or a company is a conversation with the marketplace, and doesn't that remain true of Apple, which is just like Steve Jobs. Ah, I had an interesting point to make, unusual. Um, just like... <laughs> just, own admission. <laughs> I'm holding back, interrupting this whole thing. Okay, just yeah. like Steve Jobs could Don't go up and... Get a word of the black t-shirt or the yeah. turtle neck shirt. Yeah. yeah, mock turtle. Um, just like Steve Jobs could introduce a conversation or a, a concept to an audience of Mac world uh, editors and the like um, with four words on it and convince them, wow, this is, what was that field called? The uh, the aura that was around everything. Right. He said the uh, imagination field or whatever, whenever he spoke. You remember right. the concept. Yeah, I do. The company can introduce something like that as well, whether it's the Newton, which was a failed conversation, or the Apple TV, which was reasonably successful, but the iPhone, need, phenomenally successful. You need money, successful. you need to be able to have a conversation, you can't have a no, conversation well, we alone. Can all agree that we can all agree but, that a conversation needs to take place in the right form. You're not going to go into the uh, into a restroom and have a Supreme Court argument. It's correct, but form. hold on, we're, we're drifting. A conversation okay. is not a pitch. Because yes. you're now maybe the salespeople in the Apple store are pitching the new product. I'm going to turn it around on but you. But we're going back to pitches when you. But isn't a good pitch a conversation? Wasn't one of you? That's Mark? the best, by the well, way. Well, so there. That is so the I made best. My point. But you can't. I've you have to point. get there. But but <laughs> I want to I want to I want to go back to what Ziad said about uh, our our. Uh, can I say his name? Who? That's no. a good pitch. No. Uh, I, don't, I don't. We don't no say names. names. Say okay. Mr. A or Ms. Okay. A. Mr. Yeah. F. Um, or <laughs> Mr. Trump. Yeah. No, 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 definitely not that. Um, but he told a story. It wasn't. It wasn't a good pitch. He told. He had a conversation. Told. Told a story. And I've told this story seven times in front of groups like you. And well, he told seven different stories. Seven and they different all the stories. He was like everybody that put a dollar in with me. And the best people, by the way, that come, they're not really prepared. You sense that they're right. not following the pitch by like it's scripted and it looks yes. stiff and it, and it has to be conversational but let me make a little parenthesis okay. because Mark and I will everybody hold back. asks me what what are tips for a good pitch and here are my tips and you'll be okay surprised. Like, Mark's gonna write these the down the story the story scribble, scribble, tell a scribble. story that's one yeah the second one I love that it's the first slide the first slide is lost yes. real estate. Most people just put their logo and the first slide stays up there the longest because people are waiting. There's one slide up there. That is absolute lost real estate. Third tip, pitch, pitch, pitch. That's it. There's no other way than to continuously pitch. So I will argue then based wait, on wait, that. And last oh, one, the last oh one. my God, you said thirdly, I thought that meant And then no, uh, did I say top three? Well, so I don't know. Top three and a half. <laughs> okay. And then know your audience, not each person in the room, but. And no brown nosing. If you're pitching to a medical right. group, 
you can go all the way medical if you're pitching to a right. generous group. But or if you're pitching, uh, um, a five million dollar round in in a in a room full of five hundred thousand dollar investors. Exactly, you're in the wrong room and you've wasted your time. Well, and or acknowledge and say, I know we're larger than the typical deals, but here's why I'm here. Whatever. Well, That's okay. Right. So then, going back to Mr. A's pitch that was so great. The reason it was so great was it really wasn't a pitch. I mean, it was a pitch and it wasn't a pitch. It didn't follow any of these rules. I don't even know if there was a single slide. But it's like in music or poetry. Once, if you're a new musician, you're not allowed to take liberty, right? But if you've been a musician for 30 years well, and then you no, now well, you take- Well, this is a great, great point. Yes, because in the end, if you're good enough because you're either bold enough um, and you're willing to ignore the rules and walk in and say, you know, I know what you guys are used to. Um, I'm not going to follow that format. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to present to you X, Y, and Z and just take them off in another course. That, to me, exudes confidence. And You have to know what the audience needs for information. Yeah. I saw the weirdest pitch day. The guy came in and danced around the room, but it turned out, which we're not used to at all, but it turns out his product was a new record company or It's whatever. like Picasso. I used, when I was a kid, I thought Picasso was a childish painter when I was really young. Right. That Oh, look at these silly lines. And then I went one day to a, 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 a Picasso exhibit at the Guggenheim in Can New York. Can you say Picasso in Spanish? P Picasso. There we go. P Picasso. <laughs> okay. No, but then he he actually is a, is an amazing painter. Right. He went through a portrait yes, uh, he knew his, phase, yeah, yeah. so he knew his stuff. Then he took liberties. Well, so you know, that's exactly not, what, what we're you, saying. You're saying, well, yeah, I, I am saying that. I think, and if you can, so some people don't need to go through all those phases as long as they can understand what's there, being there looked are, for. In the music, to, I, I'm not sure if the music analogy is totally appropriate. Because you don't necessarily have to be Sting that's been playing for 30 years or 40 years. There are artists, you know, with my putting my, my Berkeley College of Music hat back on, there are artists who have redefined things that have either maybe their music sounds like others that come before them, but they before them, but they found new forms of distribution. So Justin Bieber, who's now you know a well-established artist, was discovered on on YouTube. Uh, Megan Trainer and Carmen, which are Carmen was a group that emerged out of uh, the Berkeley College of Music, were were first known. Well, they, I have my kids like music. Carmen, okay. Carmen. No, but was, but you lost me but, in terms of but, but the was, music they, liberties that they took. Yeah, it was, they didn't. Uh, they, they didn't do it. I, I would say like Megan Trainer sounds like a lot like artists from the sixties and seventies. Okay. She's got a great voice. She's got a great presence. But yeah. she broke out, I think, on the web before anything. So, you know, basically, I think the breakthroughs for some of these, and maybe it's relevant, is new forms of distribution. They didn't put out sure, a and that's where crowdfunding on, on on American yeah, Idol, yeah, which absolutely. is another. Yeah. Wait a minute, Ziad's point, and I had agreed with it, and your point, I can't figure out. Um, was <laughs> yeah. was okay. That, this is funny, David. This is actually agree. funny. I'm gonna bang my shoe on the table. Okay, so Ziad's point. But you were using a musical analogy. His his point was was coming off my point was that. If you understand, you can always edit the out reason, my point. Yeah, yeah, we'll edit your point out. It, the people will ignore you anyway. Um, all three I'm of them. I'm getting used to it. So if you don't have credibility, if you don't know what the audience is looking for, sure, go in and wear the blue suit and the red tie, right. which means go ahead and do a standard pitch. And if you're lucky, you'll, you'll be in the crowd, but you'll stand above the crowd enough that they'll do a due diligence. The flip side is if you're like Mr. A, you don't need, you already know what they're looking for. Right. And so you can come in and do what you want. And Ziad's point about music, I think, was that a new artist, or maybe it was your point, a new artist sometimes has to do covers. They don't do covers, but they can sound like X, Y, or Z initially right. to establish a base, and then they start doing what they really really want to do. Right. Now, my experience is that the musicians don't do that. that. That in music, unlike in pitching angel groups and in v, unlike in pitching VCs, you're often better off in doing the weird thing initially or the thing you want to do because that's got a better chance. You don't really need to build audience and then to drag them somewhere oh, no, else. No, no, my point is that you need to go through many years of developing your musical expertise as a musician before you do weird things. 
just to be a good musician. It's like being a good presenter, and then you can do a pitch that's that's different. Because if you're if you're nervous in front of an audience, if you're uh, um, right. you don't know your your pitch, you have to look back every two seconds to read what's on the slide. If you, I mean, some some presenters they they come and they read every read slide words, right? and but if you're a seasoned guy or lady or you you get you get funded who cares i mean he could so so it's 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 more yeah that's uh, a factor that's certainly certainly it's a dating game right you yeah. don't know what's going to happen yeah the pitch for if you're seasoned and and like mr a the pitch is just a detail yeah, oh yeah he gave a pitch but where's the where's the checkbook well but right. also here's another uh, angle if you don't need money pitching is so much easier than if you need money. Yeah. So we met somebody today, actually would like you to meet them um, because we want to get them on another program, on one of the early screening sessions, where there's a serious debate going on whether this, within this guy's mind, um, this entrepreneur's mind, on whether um, he even wants to raise money. Doesn't need to, as a matter of fact, this reminds me of a company that you and I worked with, which is in order to make the pitch, show us what the curve, show us what the growth curve would be like if it were purely organic, that is you raised no money. Right. Show us what would happen with the growth curve if you brought in half a million and maybe 1.5 million. What would happen? <clears throat> and of course, the hockey stick occurs earlier. Right. This guy but, but doesn't that, need fun. Doesn't need funds at equity, all. But also, you get squeezed earlier too, so you end up oh. with less. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, they're all big issues. But it was interesting podcasts. to listen to this guy today. Um, I, I love it when someone says or I thinks. I don't need your money. Why? And, and, and I, that's one of my favorite questions. Why are you raising money? We know somebody whose initial first name begins with an S who only took in some venture, oh, not venture money, took in some angel money uh, because they were advisors and they, as I understand it, begged to give them some money. Um, so he's like, ah, I don't really need your money. I'll just grow organically. But if you insist on giving me some money, I will. And of course, he exited and, and took 90% of the profits or 100% of them, virtually 100% right. home himself. And he gave out a little bit to award. Sure. I mean, advisors. some people. Well, that, that was that, that uh, his particular pitch was, you know, he aligned early with customers. I'm going to give you something you want, which is this te technology in an exclusive area. Yes, he and found he, a customer in a, in a and, zone, and a region he couldn't do. It was customer right. funded, and it was non-dilutive. Right. And now, and then all of a sudden, he just started selling stuff. But right. This, this my second favorite line, and I didn't come up with this line. A member of the group, the best funding is customer revenue. Of course. Yeah. So and right. then and then people and the same, tend, oh, no, 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 the best, tend to forget the best. The best might be um, to live in Canada and get Canada to give you money for yeah. free. <laughs> so, that was the other this guy had also going for him. Which is not only did he not need money from us necessarily, he's in Canada, so they give him money. And yeah. I think the other point is what little money he needed next, he might be able to raise from the banks. Yeah, love Canada by the way. Yeah, yeah. look, I've been working for Canadians for a couple of years now. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They have, but they, you know, that. Any of the smaller markets, I mean, that's a, 36, a country of 36 million people, they kind of have to do that. I know they do that in, I know they, in Israel they have a CTO's fund. Every country has these government-backed programs that's right. that, that say, uh, even, even like Iowa, I just brand. invested in a company where the state is giving a rebate, 25% back of your money, Oh, this you, you invested yeah. in that, yeah. Yeah, you get twenty five percent back uh, three months later. By wow. the way, the governor's been indicted over that. That's the last speaker was David. Yeah, Powell's wait Powell's wait a second, uh, we have not received our check and, yet. Uh, <laughs> no, but that's it. You can write the board of bar it, overseers uh, directly. But they're direct. I mean, <laughs> the it's probably the Midwest. State. Instead of inventing this whole grant mechanism right. to take tax, taxpayer dollars, put them in this grant, and they yeah. just say, hey, we'll give it back to you directly. So you get an early exit of 25%. So I'm going to go back to my theme. So I'm going to try to tie everything together, all 12 podcasts together. Oh, boy. Oh, here is, is it, this is trouble. Why, are, we, are, we, are we out of the podcast, the podcast no, but this No, because hopefully this, this, this line will change over time, Yeah. which is that, and I love that Randall Wright thing. So a new company is essentially a conversation with the marketplace, and as a result of that conversation, the product being introduced will change. A pitch is, in a sense, 
no different. It's a, a pitch is a product offering. In, the, in this case, the product of the pitch is the the investment or the opportunity to invest. The outcome is uh, of the pitch is uh, potentially an investment. Is what right, you're saying. right. And I'm saying or these are both. These are all essentially the same thing. The product is a. Typically, we have a lot of background noise here. Um, the typically the product is a high barrier to entry because it may be a hardware product or right. simply getting to market. A product is a conversation. A, a company's product is a conversation with the marketplace. It can be an, it can be a mature conversation or a new conversation depending on whether you're a new company right. introducing a new product, a mature company introducing another variation of an old product. Likewise, and the conversation may die out in that case. Likewise, a pitch is a essentially a product. I'm offering a product, an opportunity to invest in me, which itself will produce a product. Everything that, is a pitch. I mean, M and M's is a pitch. I mean, yeah. it's telling you what's inside. Right. So and, my point is that most and, pitches, and just like my other point was that most, this is response to your point, Zia. This will be like, I don't know if you ever saw the Star Trek episode. This is one of those historical references we should make. There was a, there was a Star Trek episode where Kirk was fighting antimatter Kirk in that tunnel. The, this, the endless battle. Remember that one? I do, sadly. Oh, okay. So in any case, <laughs> this is the endless I don't. <laughs> okay. and, and I watched it like on a first run basis, too. That's all I can tell you. See, I'm hitting my mic. So my point was that just like failure, um, just like failure of businesses is the natural order of things, failure of pitches is probably the natural order of things. That I agree 100%. Because they're all conversations with the marketplace. Well, so it's a conversation with investors, yeah. basically. So let me add one other factor. So to me, you know, again, I said if you don't sort of qualify and calibrate, the pitch will fail. Also, if you don't know what the outcome desired is, and I, I kind of agree with Ziad on the first slide scenario, the cover slide, I almost would have the reason, I, you know, the reason I'm pitching this group is the outcome desired is A, is whatever, is you know, angel investment or connection to... Or so get I their think, attention, put something that, that triggers people. So that you know why, so you, somewhere on that, I, I love that, I know we've deviated, I love that, that first, you know, the opening slide scenario very much and I've actually incorporated it into a Well, I could argue point. the point just because we have time. I'll argue the point that there is, now I'm, I'm taking the other side of this, which is that if you're not gonna be like Mr. A, who really doesn't need these monies to begin with, if you're doing the standard pitch, people like to see sort of the standard things. And what they see in that opening slide, which they're used to, is the name of the company and usually a cute little picture and maybe a and phone a number. Yeah, something trivial. <clears throat> and to me, there may be no information on that. And you may say it's wasted. I'll say, no, it's not wasted. It's all sort of level setting. It's sort of like when you go to a restaurant, Ziad, they don't, when you walk in the door, the maitre d' doesn't say, let's dispense with formalities. Here's your dish. Oh, wait a minute. I'm not ready to sign. I hold on, hold on. on. See, I, I would love oh, a restaurant gotcha. like this. And sometimes you need to push creativity and... And well, that's, uh, a fixed, and that's, that's a where fixed I've price seen, menu. Then. Yes, I've seen investors. No, my favorite restaurants, and when they come to you and say, uh, today we're serving the chef's inventions. And then you say, okay, I'll wait for, and then they might ask you, do you have any allergies just in case they don't kill you? And then you you <laughs> you have a meal where the chef invents, invents things. But for the pitch. No, you're missing my point. My no, point but I, I get it. Some investors are so used to the structure of the pitch. Yeah. I've seen pitches where someone skips, let's say, the market or yeah. and people where's are saying, the hockey hold stick? on a second where's, the where's the your hockey stick no but we need the comfort zone of of a pitch that's that over promises and under delivers yeah 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 but i'll say that the opening screen i could even argue is more important because that's just the okay just a second let me take care of that last email let me think okay new company okay Okay, let's start. No, but say something. Like, like use ready, that, set, go. Use that space, put something other well, than the logo. Don't stress me out, though. Imagine if the opening slide were um, valuation 2.5 million seeking 500,000. No. I'd be like, come on. Let's okay, talk uh, here's it. another it's example. More, it's more basic than that, this is like I a, tell you, a Trump conversation put, with put a Put the logo hooker. of your company, put the name of the company, and how about you put the logo of CNN or you say, as seen on CNN, and you put the CNN logo. Now, suddenly you're entering this pitch right. with some validation. Wow, they've been on what the news. Yeah. Or, or uh, put the logo well. of the uh, uh, put the logo of the Nasdaq. 
Going back and to my then, restaurant analogy, that'd be like walking in and not having them hand you a full meal, but let me hand you this small appetizer. No, that's you know, walking into a restaurant knowing they just, and right on the menu it says, we just won the James Beard yep. Award. Yeah, it well, has some different. form of validation, but it's, it is the second or third question I think the audience will say, so when you first saw you had the CNN thing, what, what, what was all that about? Oh yeah, we'll get there. Now you got them hooked. You're telling you have story. to tease. You know, one of my favorite pitches, well, it's not my favorite, but it was a good one. Um, <laughs> the person said, let me tell you the story of Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Jones had this pul pul pulmon pulmonary. Okay, let's pick another a headache. Um, and, and, yeah, it's the Mideast accent. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and, and, uh, pick, pick the words that you can pronounce. Uh, and <laughs> and then they stop. It's like, Okay, we're going to pause. So the guy paused the story. We're not going to tell you what happened to Mrs. Jones. He went through his pitch, yeah. and at the end, he said Mrs. Jones uh, was yeah. was cured and whatever. She, so she, Mrs. Jones used my product, and now she has exactly. no headaches. So, uh, so it, turns so out her, during her hands the whole pitch, off. This, is, this, is, this is like that other group saying, is it an aspirin or is it a vitamin? But that's a different, yeah, yeah. you know. So, okay, so this All right, I think we're coming to an end. Yes, so, I think we've so, tired ourselves out. Well, maybe, but yeah, maybe we failed. I don't know, but it's a fail. The failure. If you like it, send an email to info at failurethepodcast.com. Uh, I don't think that. Email set up? No, we should though. Well, we should send complaints. <laughs> complaints at failure. <laughs> the Pausner app. Well, if okay. you want, yeah, exactly. For complaints. Compliments. <laughs> no. Okay, keep going, Mark. You were going. You were in your in your professorial. I like to panelist. wrap it up and tie it up with a nice pretty bow. Yes. Pedestrian. <laughs> and I'd like to make a last comment after you. Yes. Oh. I'm just gonna say, you know, we were talking about. You know, pitches that failed. We talked about David's you know, service provider pitch. Talked about the one that I referenced where it was over-qualified and over-calibrated and over, oh, yeah. I'll make you three more you know, million dollars next year if you, <laughs> you use yeah. my product because I looked at yeah. what you made last year. You can put new shutters on your house. Exactly. Which <laughs> I, don't, I, I, which, I don't like the green I, ones. <laughs> I know the, the audience guy, the, the guy that was the recipient found it offensive. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we did not get the deal, which we shouldn't have. Um, so yeah, I think it's qualifying and it's it's knowing who your audience is and then knowing where to set the needle. That's my prophet uh, story. I'll, I'll, yeah. And on the, my side two, on the two generic yeah. versus two person. I'll, oh, okay. I'll say two things. Some one thing that I dislike. Nothing. I don't like when people ask the room. It's like how many in the room have had oh, hemorrhoids? Oh, I do. Or, <laughs> or how many in the room have? Had, it's like it's none of your business what people in the room. That's not number one. And then this, this the last comment is 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 and then and then please like how many of you of you are all with scratch it's over. We are done. Stop. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>